good morning so let us begin yesterday there was a lot of you know <laughs> the verses were very tough but today the verses are going to tell us about how we can use this life of ours to reach the ultimate goal the destination why we are over here the important topic today is what is your swadharma and this is a very important topic which we have to listen to Uddhav Gita chapter 4 verse 28 the last message of Sri Krishna the Lord through his intern external power created various abodes such as trees reptiles beasts birds insects and fish but was not satisfied in his heart with these then he made the human body which is endowed with the desire to realize brahma and he was delighted this question has been asked to me many times the lord is sleeping on the ocean of milk okay is fast asleep over there why does he have to create people like us so that we have to suffer so much the question is doesn't he have anything else to do <laughs> why is he doing this why has he created this world which is so full of misery sufferings and so on and so forth the answer is i gave the answer in a different manner with an example the example is now let us say you are working in a company when you are working in an organization 99% of the people do not do the work that they are assigned or if they do they they make a hash of it they don't put efforts in it at all it is as if they are doing some favor to the company whereas the company is doing favor to them by employing them isn't it what is the motivation of the company to employ this person the company has employed this individual to get its job done did you get the point the company has certain kinds of functions or jobs that are meant to be finished and the company can progress and that is the reason why the company employs people but is the company able to achieve its objective if that was the case then there would have been only one company hmm. and it would have achieved every objective possible but unfortunately it doesn't so the lord's way of creating this universe or this world or the creatures that are there in this universe was very simply to reach an objective in life he had created human beings so that they can achieve the ultimate destination and goal we are going to discuss about this ultimate destination and goal in the next one or two verses so let us now try to understand this verse the lord through his eternal powers 
created various abodes such as trees, reptiles, beasts, birds, insects and fish, but was not satisfied in his heart with these. So it is mentioned here as well as in all the holy scriptures that the God made all these creatures plus animate and inanimate objects as well. He has created everything. Now those who do not believe in the creationist theory, they say that everything happened and there was evolution and all that kind of thing. They are free to believe whatever they want to. Nobody says they cannot. Whatever is your belief system, you are free to believe that. Some people have this idea that there was, there is only science. They are free to believe that. Then there are some people who are believers. They say there is God. There is a finer power somewhere. Okay, they are free to believe that as well. Some people believe in Advaita, some in Dvaita, some in different different kinds of philosophies. Everybody has their own belief system. It all depends on what is your belief and what is your faith. Now let us say there is a married couple and the wife and the husband have belief, faith, trust in each other. Now, can the same wife have belief, faith and trust in her husband when the husband is going out with somebody else? <laughs> I don't think so. See, the faith is shaken. Everything goes for a toss. Now, in the same way, the faith, the belief, the systems that are in existence in this world are very flimsy. Connected to the material domain collected to the material world. You may say, I believe in my parents. I believe in my country. The same country that you believe in or the same parents that you believe in may one day ditch you. You know, a person has been staying in countries like say India there was a war in 1971. Those who remember the Pakistan-India war will remember during the 71 war, there was no Bangladesh. There was an East Pakistan. There was East Pakistan and there was West Pakistan. The East Pakistan got liberated and a new country was formed and that country was called Bangladesh. People, those who were treated badly in that East Pakistan by this general called Yahya Khan, they all walked over into India. Now 1971 to 2019, how many years have gone by? Many, many years have gone by. The problem with these people is India says you are Bangladeshis. The Bangladesh says you are not from our country. So <laughs> what do you do? Now who is right in this case? The Indian government says you are not from here. They are right from their point of view because these people have walked over. Bangladesh is right from their point of view because when the war came on, 
earlier it was east bengal it's is you know east pakistan now it is bangladesh it's a new country so they also have their own issues and there are not hundreds and thousands there are millions of these kind of homeless people in india in the united states in europe in africa in every country we have who can take this credit where they are so it's a belief isn't it you can have a belief that i you know i am a great devotee of my country but it doesn't work please remember this it doesn't work at all because even the country can ditch you say something wrong against the country and you are out of it the same way your parents you may love your parents like nobody's business and tomorrow they can ditch you the easy the the one thing that happens when a child gets you know grows up and then this grown up young person gets married now he or she may go and settle with their spouses and the moment that happens the parents say oh nowadays you don't care for us you know nowadays you care for your spouse a lot what happened i mean that is also my family this is also my family but that family comes first because getting married into that family means you are gone over there then the parents become number 2 but it is never understood so it's all about faith so why i was talking so much about faith and belief is it is what do you believe in it so the religion spirituality is all about belief and faith if you don't have faith nothing is going to work right now just imagine you are in a plane hmm? and you know that guy who is a pilot he has had one crash before you know just imagine this pilot had a crash let us say his name is mr sali okay remember he had gone down <laughs> in the potomac river okay in the same way now just imagine he is there half of the people will be thinking oh my god i am in the wrong plane <laughs> half of the people will think anyway this guy will land on the water <laughs> or if you are in a 737 you know that aircraft with neo every time when you get into a neo aircraft you are worried that the neo will become <laughs> so the boeing aircraft which is there you are always worried you know oh my god oh my god and you will have in the most of the christians in the name of the father and the son and the holy spirit and please help me lord i am getting into a new the faith and the belief is gone over there so what is this faith and belief the ultimate faith and belief in this special thing which we call as the religion and the way how things are there is a god there is a finer authority you cannot even see this finer authority anywhere you cannot even know this god any time and yet you have to believe in him so now think about this and when god made all these creatures what was he doing 
he created various abodes. The word abodes is important. Tree is an abode. Abode means a house. Remember this. Abode means a house, a place to stay. This verse, Dathatre is saying, it is an abode. Krishna is saying this to Uddhava. A tree is an abode. Then he says, reptiles, beasts, birds, insects, fish and human body. Everything is an abode. And we take it that that is the tree. I am that. This body is me. You know what an abode is? Abode is a nest. Okay. Where the birds lay hatch eggs and blah 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 all that kind of. An abode is a dog house. <laughs> where the dog stays. Right. It's an abode. Your house, the very way, the place where you are staying, whether it is rented or owned by you, does not matter. It is called an abode. It's a place where you live. So, tree is an abode. A reptile is an abode. Did you understand? All these things, whether it's a tree, a fish, an insect, a bird, a human body is an abode. That means we are not the body. This line is going to tell you one thing very clearly. Body is a house. A tree is also a house. A bird is also a house. A fish is also a house. So, there are some houses in ruins. Okay? Some houses are in ruins. And if I go and demolish them or if I take away something from them, does it affect the house? No. In the same way, when there is a dead animal lying over there, <laughs> or a dead tree lying over there and I cut it, I mean with the government's permission of course, okay, because if you cut a dead tree and take it home, you know the forest department will come after you. Okay, so be careful. So here, when it is dead, when there is nobody living in that house, that means there is somebody staying in it. So the tree is an abode for an entity, which we call as the spirit. Got it? There is a spirit in the tree. A spirit doesn't mean that bhut and all that. Otherwise, tomorrow you will look at a tree and say, Isme bhut hai. No. Spirit is a spirit. Like we have a spirit in us. The soul is everywhere. That is why it is called Paramatma. Okay? The spirit is the one which ticks. You know, gives life to that. So the tree has life in it because there is a spirit in it. The animal has life in it. That is the reason is because there is a spirit in it and so on and so forth. So human body is also alive because of the spirit in it. Got it? And you are not the body. The tree is not the body. 
everything belongs to the earth. Everything belongs to the earth. Huh? You are just loaning it. It's, you are just renting it out. So this body, physical body is like a rented property. I, which is not the body, am staying in it. The spirit of mine is staying in this body. Now, this is a very, very important line. You should always keep it at the back of your mind. The spirit is the one which lives in the body. Okay. So, when the Lord was creating all these creatures, he was very delighted when he was making this ultimate creature, ultimate abode called human being. Got it? Very good. So we move to the next verse. Chapter 4, Uddhav Gita verse 29 says, The wise man having after many births obtained this extremely rare human body, which though frail, is yet conducive to man's supreme welfare, should quickly strive for liberation before the body, which is always subject to death, chance, chances to fall. For sense enjoyment is obtainable in any body. It's a little bit. The verse is like that. So let us see. So first and foremost, what he's saying is, it's a very, very rare opportunity that you have got human birth. How many other bodies we discussed? The tree is there. Insects, birds, animals, you name it. All kinds of things are there. You should be fortunate that you have been born as a human being. Because to get a human body is the most difficult thing ever. Some verses say that there are 84 million lives, some say 184. I don't know how many lives a human being or any other, you know, the creature has. That is, this, the spirit inside you has. Nobody can say how many lives. But let us say there are billions or millions of lives. We just say the word million. We have millions of lives. Now, this life which is called the human birth has come to you after a very long time. You could have been a bird, you could have been a beetle, you could have been a bee, you could have been a tiger, a goat, an elephant, a butterfly, a tree, who knows what you have been. After you died, maybe you were very nice or kind or whatever. And that is the reason why you have got this human body. Human body is the ultimate qualification. It is like when you want to get qualified for something. Let us say I have actors over here now. I have three actors by the way. Tata Rao has also become an actor. He is doing Telugu films I think. <laughs> Pradeep is there. <laughs> so now, you, you cannot become an actor or any other thing in this world without a certain amount of knowledge about that subject. 
Got it? That means you have taken pains and effort to become somebody. To take admission in a college or something like that in a very, very competitive course, you have to give some competitive examinations, isn't it? So imagine it is the highest posting. It is like becoming the president of America or prime minister of India. You think prime minister of India, okay, you are, oh, I will stand for election just now and I will become prime minister. It doesn't happen like that. You need to grow, 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 grow and you have to qualify for that position. There are some people who become luck by chance, okay? <laughs> there are some people who become prime minister just like that for no rhyme or reason. Because, because. But let us say something, a very high position and you have achieved it only with efforts and by going through various cycles. Efforts, becoming a you know small leader, then a big, then a big, then a big, so on and so forth. Same way, human body has been achieved after a tremendous amount of effort. Now, once you get this body, the next thing that you do is you get lost in the material world. You think about earning money. Hmm. Then you think that this body has been given so that I can enjoy my life. I can get married. I can settle down. I can have children. I can do this. I can go and become this and do that. You know the kind of aspirations every individual has is the same thing everywhere. He believes that this body has been given because I can eat well. I was seeing some video of some potatoes being made in some strange island. They sold for some $400 a pound. I don't know how much a pound is. One point, okay, 0.6 kilos or something like that. Or maybe it's 1.6 kgs. $400. That is the rate. So there are potatoes which are harvested in one place only 10 days in a year. And today, after so many years, the rate have come down. $5 a pound. Okay. It's expensive. So it's like that. <laughs> it's a rare commodity. Now think. This body of ours is greater than anything. And we have achieved it. We have reached this destination. Why? Why? So that you can get rotten. I mean, is that the reason why you have become like that? You are an apple maybe, a very, very juicy apple. And you stay over there and you become rotten. Is that the reason why you were born? No. This body has been given to you, this abode has been given to you with a very clear intention. The intention is to reach the destination, the reason why you are here. Got it? So, a wise man, after having many births, obtained this extremely rare human body, which is frail. It is frail body. Please understand, why is the body frail? Because we are prone to a lot of problems. Diseases are there. Mind. Okay? Your mind can go for a toss completely. 
A person can go mad. A person can lose his mind. He can get angry, upset, destroy the whole universe. You know, how many people are there? Just because they are angry, they will take a gun and they will shoot 100 people down. Have you seen that? There are terrorists in this world who will do for no rhyme or reason. They pick up weapons and they destroy this world. Why? Because they are angry with someone. You got the point? They don't like what the other person is doing. So that is there. So he says this body is very frail. And yet it is conducive to man's supreme welfare. This body is the right vehicle. The right abode to reach this ultimate destination. It is the perfect vehicle. So don't say I have got blood pressure, I have got diabetes, I have got this problem, I have got that problem and that is the reason why I am not capable. No. Whether you have any kind of disease, whether you are the worst angriest creature on earth also, you may be the like a dog, you know. You may be the worst creature on earth also. But please rever the body. Rever this vehicle. This vehicle is so very important because it is the means of reaching the ultimate destination called liberation. Okay? So don't poo-poo it. Don't, don't say, hey, it's useless body I have got. Oh, that one has got a beautiful body. Aishwarya Rai Madhuri Dikshi, she has got a beautiful body. Don't say like that. George Clooney, he looks so handsome. I look so bad. No, your body is perfect. You have been given the perfect vehicle. And this body you got to rever. Because it will serve you to liberation, to go towards liberation. And when should a man do this? Right here and now. You know the reason why? Because you will be dead tomorrow. And when is the tomorrow going to come? Do you really know when tomorrow is going to come? <laughs> Nobody has any clue. When your tomorrow, tomorrow never comes. See? <laughs> I think there was one James Bond movie, you know. But he says tomorrow never dies. <laughs> I'm sorry. Tomorrow never comes. You don't even know there is going to be a tomorrow. It is right here and now. You better start your journey towards liberation now. Don't say, na, oh, I have to do this course first. Maybe I have to bus first build one house. Maybe I have to get married, have children and then do. There is no such thing. Okay. You may be dead tomorrow. This body will go away and then you will become a cockroach in your next life. And then no liberation. Because the vehicle doesn't take you towards the place called destination called liberation. Okay. In any other body, no liberation is possible. If you are a tree, you are stuck in the ground at that place. Okay. Just imagine, you are stuck in the ground at that place. If you become a cockroach, somebody is going to crush you. Hmm? If you become a tiger, somebody is going to put one sticker on your head and say, save the tiger. Huh? <laughs> it's all going to be a problem for you. None of the bodies are eligible for liberation. Only human body is the right body. Okay, this much you need to understand. But understand, it is subject to death. Death can strike you any minute. So, before the death happens, before you fail, before you become rotten, 
it is high time you understand that do not start this enjoyment business but go towards liberation okay it's like they say you know when you reach the heaven you will get 72 virgins or whatever like that in our religion we will say don't worry you come get liberated and then you can do whatever you want you can eat whatever ice cream you want okay yeah, I will keep some ice cream over there for you or uh, kasata or something like that that you like. <laughs> I will keep in the heaven for you <laughs> after liberation. <laughs> so you first think about liberation. Alright. And then don't think of anything else. Right. So this is an important verse for us to understand why this human body is so very frail and yet the right vehicle to reach there. So we move to the next verse. With dispassion roused thus and with illumination as my light I roam over the world established in myself free from attachment and egotism. Now the Tatre is concluding his address to Yadu. So in verse 30 from Uddhav Gita chapter 4 he says with dispassion roused in me with illumination as my light I roam over the world established in myself free from attachment and egotism. I want you to think about yourself. Let us say you are staying alone. You know the first thing that comes to your mind is I wish I had company. Please understand there is no company in this world which is worth it. Company doesn't mean an enterprise, okay? Company means another human being, maybe a dog, I don't care. Somebody to be with you. I'm sorry, you are the most, you know, complete human being, complete. Why do you require another person? I want a husband, I want a wife, I want children. Why the hell do you want all these people? You are complete by yourself. This verse will tell you the, that. First you got to have dispassion. You know what dispassion means, isn't it? Passion. Everybody knows passion. I think in the material world, if you have passion, you will become doctor, engineer, or IT specialist or whatever. You know, you can go to the moon also like zero. Okay, you can go. But that is called passion. Dispassion means doing the same job, going to the moon, but not thinking that I am going to the moon, I am going to the moon, I am going to the moon. You know, remember that song, no? There is one song which says, you know, I am going to this place and I am... I don't know whether you all remember this song, it's a very old song. Hmm? So think about it. Who cares? You are going to the moon. No big deal. Okay. You have become Shahrukh Khan. No big deal. You have become Narendra Modi. What is the big deal in that? Don't keep on saying, oh, I am the Prime Minister of this country. Who cares? Tomorrow you will become nobody. Does anybody remember Morarji Desai? There was one Prime Minister called Charan Singh. Have you? Do you remember this guy called Charan Singh? Nobody remembers. And then a Deve Gowda. I don't think I will remember any of these people. Do you think you will remember Gyani Jail Singh who was the president of India? Fakhruddin Ali Ahmad? I mean, you will wonder who is who are these? What names are you taking? 
Nobody remembers. George Bush one, George Bush two, George Bush hundred. Who know? Who remembers? I don't know. This thing, this body, has to be dispassionate. Because remember, the designation, the money, the power, the fame, everything is just going to go away. Nobody is going to bother about you. Who was the richest man in the world in 1964 or 1985? Do you remember? I don't think I want to remember also. Right? Nobody cares. Which was the hit film in the year 2012? Uh, I don't remember. Who won the Oscars? Uh, I don't remember. You got the point? Nobody cares. So this thing which you are so much worried about that I want to be this and I want to be that, nobody is going to give a damn to you. So you got to do things dispassionately. Dispassion doesn't mean putting 100% effort. Dispassion means putting 100% effort. But not with an intention that I am going to become somebody. I am going to reach this place. So anytime a person comes and tells me, I achieved this. Uh, oh, what's the big deal in that? Nobody is going to remember what you achieved. You think you are going to remember? I wrote so many books. Who cares you wrote hundreds of books? You know, there are so many big people who write so many books. You think anybody remembers? They'll say, oh, there was this person who wrote that book. Iliad and Odyssey. My God, somebody has written. I don't care who has written. Do you think I'll give you one pile of this big pile of Iliad and Odyssey and put it on your head and say carry it the whole day? You think you'll like it? I don't think you'll like. The reason why you are here, don't forget that. What is it that you are supposed to do? Don't forget that. So do things dispassionately. So Dattatra is telling Yadu, I move around with dispassion. When you eat food, don't bother, you know, Kaisa khana diya hai. I was staying in one place for a few days and every day was Channa Masala, Rajma, uh, you know, this dal, that dal. Every day it was a farty stuff. <laughs> you think I should be bothered about it? I took little and I forgot about it. Okay? It's like that. What you eat, you know, what is the best thing that you eat? Do you remember where it is gone? It is gone to the loo. Okay? It gets flushed out of your body. So don't bother so much about what you ate and what you didn't eat. Somebody will say, I went to Japan and I ate fugu fish. Sir, fugu fish will make you fugu very flat. Hmm. <laughs> it's a poisonous fish. <laughs> Don't bother so much about what you eat, what you drink. This wine is the best in the world. It costs thousands of dollars. Who cares? It's going to become pea very soon. Not wine. Pea. Okay? And maybe I don't know something else. So don't bother so much about it. I saw this wonderful monument. Okay? You saw this monument. What? Eiffel Tower? 
वॉशिंगटन दैट वट एवर मॉन्यूमेंट दैट इज देयर मे बी आई वेंट टू राजघाट सो इट्स अ प्लेस डोंट बॉदर सो मच अबाउट इट यू वेंट यू सॉ यू लाइक इट डिंट लाइक इट इज फाइन गेट आउट फ्रॉम देयर सो ऑल दीज थिंग्स दैट यू कॉल अचीवमेंट्स एंड गोल्स इन लाइफ बिकम जीरो I came first in my class, you know. Who gives a damn? Ask those other fifty people who were there with you. They are the a copy करके first आया. They are the first people to trash you. You know, in the last year's dance competition, I came first. Who cares? So, did you get the point? It doesn't matter. So, do everything with dispassion. Don't say I am doing it because there is no because over there. Just do it, okay? I want to get into this admission into this place because I who cares because you will be a nobody very soon. I want to get married because I get love. Nobody gets love because everybody is sick and tired of you. This is the truth. and please believe in this truth don't don't poo poo it just don't say na ki worthless no 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 this is the truth told by my gurudev dattatre and he became an avduta live life like an avduta person who can live anywhere walk anywhere go anywhere stay anywhere even if somebody insults you you understand you are the biggest idiot in this world it should not matter to you that is called you are an avduta if somebody praises you don't get carried away say na you climb on that harboreka jhada whatever that don't get carried by that okay don't climb some small tree and you will fall down from there also why bother this praises are going to be useless no i got this prize who cares you got your nobel prize also nobel prize नो बल प्राइज है ना बल बोलेगा तो शक्ति नो बडी केयर इज नो बल प्राइज सो इट्स लाइक दैट हाउ मेनी यू सी द पर्सन हु वन द नोबल प्राइज फॉर इकोनॉमिक्स सम इंडियन गाय ऑल्सो वन सो ही एंड इज वाइफ द इंडियन गवर्नमेंट सेज दैट फेलो इज एन इडियट आई एम नॉट जोकिंग the whole of india and the entire media is saying that guy doesn't understand anything so what do you mean by getting a nobel prize some of them will be detractors some of them will like you doesn't care nobody cares a damn about you and there is a nobel prize economist fellow sitting in england you know i don't know his name and he keeps on giving statements after statements he is joined some by the way this same person he became a president or something of a university and flees the university flees it thousands and thousands of rupees were drained some 12000 crores or something was drained out of and there is not even a, a building over there and he is a economist nobel prize winner so i don't know his name i don't remember also who cares you may be whatever you may be the biggest actor you may be rajesh khanna you think you will be remembered nobody will remember 
I mean, some oldies like me will say, Mary Sapno ki Rani Kab. I mean, we remember this song one of these days, but who cares about that? You know, now it is Arjit Singh. Tomorrow it will be somebody else. Got it? So this, you have to do it dispassionately. Don't get carried away with what you are doing. Just put 100% effort in it and do it. And don't say, ah, many kitna effort lalke. Don't say, nobody gives a damn to your efforts. Hmm? And roam around the world, established in myself. You are not alone. You are full of yourself. This is a body. This is a body. And inside the body is the spirit. The spirit is one with the soul. Soul is Paramatma. So the, your spirit is one with the divine. You are a part of that big thing. So you are never alone. So don't ever say I am feeling lonely you know. Nobody is lonely. You can stay on an island like Robinson Crusoe. Maybe Friday doesn't come over there. Okay. After Thursday it is straight Saturday. That is a stupid joke. But understand. Huh? <laughs> no man comes. So you may be staying on an island. Who cares? You are full of yourself. Okay? You can become an Adimanam and you know hunt for some uh, maybe eat coconuts over there. Who knows? But it's okay. But you are full of yourself. This is the truth. The self is you. And you are always with yourself. Don't say I am alone. Okay? Uh, next verse. Uh, this is a verse which you need to understand because because it's about teacher. <laughs> okay. Chapter 4, Uddhav Gita, verse 31 says, Verily, knowledge from a single teacher is neither very steady nor very ample. Well, Brahma, though one without a second, is nevertheless sung variously by sages. The teacher is a very important person in our life. You may be an athlete, you may be a student, you may be a whatever. There is always somebody who guides you, teaches you. In spirituality also, the teacher is important. But taking knowledge from everyone is important. Now if you are doing a PhD, huh, you will have some people who will guide you. You know, you have guides. No, you have multiple guides. You have got a fantastic mind. And the mind and the intellect and the self. The true teacher, the true teacher is called Satchidananda. Did you understand? The divine is the teacher. Human beings are petty human beings. The divine is the teacher. The teacher who can lead you to liberation is the highest one. We are going to do it in the next chapter but that will be maybe two weeks later. I don't know. So think. That teacher is important. And learn from every teacher. My Gurudev says, Dattatre says to Yadu, learn from all these teachers. How many teachers were there for him? 24. Remember the earth, water, this, that, everything was a teacher to him. So you have to learn from all these teachers. And remember, Brahma is one. 
Satchidananda is one. And every sage thinks of that. So every religion speaks of that only. It may speak in some other language. If someone will speak in Greek, someone will speak in Latin, someone will speak in Hebrew. We speak in Hindi and English. Okay, everything is one. Does it mean that if I don't know Kannada or if I don't know, you know, um, Sanskrit, it is not that I can be a bad teacher. I am speaking in English. I can speak in English because that's my language. It's like a parrot can speak in his language. Parrot can, cannot speak in any other language. No, It's like that. So understand that. The next verse says, the Lord said, verse 32 and 33 says, of the Uddhav Gita, saying this to Yadu, highly gifted Brahmana begged his leave and being saluted and duly worshipped by the king joyously went his way, just as he had come. Verse 33 says, Hearing the words of the Avduta, that progenitor of our forefathers was rid of all attachments and became of an even mind. After you listen to this satsang and understand why this material life of some husband, wife, you know, brother, sister, mother, father, son, daughter, it's not important. It's not important at all. This body has been given for a specific purpose and serve the purpose of finding liberation. You are never alone because you are always one with the Self. The Self is God, Divine. And the Divinity inside of you will lead you towards that direction. God is all-pervading. He is the Paramatma. You are the Spirit. You are not the body. And everything in this world is a teacher. So take the knowledge from these teachers, combine it together and use this body for the purpose of liberation. And this is the end of chapter 4. Next week, I may or may not be there, but I will let you know. Okay? So wish you all a very, very happy Diwali and take care of yourself. And may you all become very, very successful in your life. All the best. Reach your liberation in this life only. Okay? <laughs> Bye. <laughs>